Hey everybody, happy Friday. This is a Friday check-in and just thank you all so much for the support and tuning in and being there when new episodes go live, even though this week was a weird, was weird how, um, the episode for Bad Habits, that was actually one that I was supposed to pre-record and it got skipped over, so I, I apologize. When I do the scheduling for podcasting, I make sure that I have the calendar out and they're written down for every Monday and then I write them on the page where the notes are for the topic. So there has just been um, some topics that I went back through and was like, this is something I need to talk about. Like, I, I enjoy talking to you guys about things that are what I'm going through pretty currently or something that's really heavily on my mind. So I try to make sure that I record the ones that hit home more in the moment at that moment, if that makes sense. So this week has been a roller coaster. Um, Monday and Tuesday were really, really hard days. I I had started working outside of the home and I felt so overstimulated. I felt like I couldn't process. I felt like I, I got off of work that day. And it was the first time I had really worked a seven hour shift in a very, very, very long time. And I felt so defeated. I felt like I failed so miserably. And I really had to do a deep dive and really consider if this was something that I was going to be able to to do and to be able to function and be able to come home and still be present for my son. And y'all, it's been a long seven years and a lot for me has changed with my learning disorders and I when I was a child I was evaluated for ADHD but was never fully diagnosed but now that I'm an adult there are certain things that are really harder for me to manage like I'm I'm very I can be very high functioning most days and I used to be able to self-regulate my emotions and things back in the day when I first started working when I when I worked at Sam's Club like 10 years ago and um as time went on and life began changing so fast, the harder it was to to self-regulate my emotions. And I am on track to to get evaluated. This is really like something like I have been going back and forth about for a very long time and I, I just put myself on the back burner as always. But for autism, 
for high functioning autism because we had noticed some things in my son and I had been learning so much stuff about him and then I went back through and looked back at my childhood and it made sense and I've also noticed a lot of other adults um, that have been going through the same thing you know some of the people I follow on Instagram you know they have autism and I follow them to help me with my son and I didn't expect to learn as much as I did about myself and I started learning like there's a lot of ADHD things that I do and that my son does and there's a lot of autistic things that we both do and at the end of the day it is not that I'm never going to be able to have a job or a high stress job I just simply need to approach this differently and I have to get myself in check before I do this again and I thought I was in a really good headspace I was in this headspace of 2022 is a year where I my whole mindset from the beginning was I'm not gonna give up on myself but little did I know I was really pushing myself way too hard and being so hard on myself still that you know that mindset of like you're not a quitter and then when I quit and I couldn't I couldn't handle it you know and it was just um it was a lot in a short amount of time it was a new environment it was a busy environment it was an overstimulating environment for me and it was a big change so I just decided and I know I'm very very fortunate that I can do this but I had decided that that this was not going to work out for me I called them the next morning and I said hey it's just not gonna work out they were great they thought that they had done something wrong and it wasn't them it, it was me it was a thousand percent me and it's scary because I don't want to burn bridges and I really just can't afford to burn bridges and I just, I let them know that. And I, I've i been processing this. And um, one of my friends recently asked me the other day if um, maybe it could be that I had high-functioning, like, autism. And I told her I have been literally thinking about this for the last four years. <laughs> The last four years of my life and actually beyond that because ever since I was a kid I can remember just being so socially awkward being so different um, intense anxiety my whole life just um, and boundaries were really hard um, new friendships were would come along and I would get like almost obsessed obsessive not like a stalker at all but just like obsessive like oh this person is you know knew everything 
you know, had good conversation with people, remember everything about conversations, and I can learn things. I'm horrible at tests, but I love to learn, and I continue to learn, and I continue to have all these things that I'm really good at that I lose motivation on. So the one thing I haven't lost the motivation with, I I really have kept the momentum going with the podcast and the photography. I don't know if I have been very open with you guys about the photography. I know I mentioned I had an Instagram page, but that is something that I know that if I have my phone with me, that I can podcast, that I can take photos. And I also take my camera with me. I got a new one for Christmas and I'm learning how to use it. It is very, it's new, it's overwhelming, it's everything that I expected it to be and then more. And I'm just really trying to figure that out. Um, I'm the type of person that once I get into something and I'm dedicated to it, that I will stick with it for so long. My mom handed me my first camera when I was probably five or six years old. And I've done the same thing with my son. He has um, his own cameras. He has a little Polaroid and he has my old Nikon. Um, and because now I have my new one. And he also has a older phone of mine that is connected to uh, Google Photos. So that way when he takes photos and stuff like that, as soon as he connects to Wi-Fi, it'll upload all the photos and save them. So that way I can have them and I'll put them in a folder for him. So we find something we had in common and we do it together, which is really cool. So, but for me to have, you know, taken my first picture when I was like five or six and my mom being like, okay, she has an eye for this. You know, by the time I was in fifth grade, I got my first digital and um, I had been using just like the little disposable cameras and stuff like that and I would capture some really cool stuff growing up and I never really thought anything about photography until I met my best friend in um, in high school when I met him um, I think I met him end of junior year or beginning of senior year and He loved, like, photography and taking pictures and stuff. And then I had bought my first camera when I worked at Sam's Club. And I started taking pictures and he was like, oh my god. (laughs) He's like, you have a talent in this. You can take pictures. I said, I love this. I loved having something that, you know, I I can do and I can take pictures and I can share them with people. And it's just something I'm good at doing. And it's not that it's not hard because there are the challenges with it, but it's just such a creative outlet for me and I love it. Same thing with the podcast, you know, and, you know, when I started doing this three years ago, you know, I was just like, it was a, it was a split thing like that happened like this overnight, like a snap. Okay. Okay. It was like, I wonder if there is an app where you can record podcasts. And that was when I found Anchor. And I have been using it since because it's easy. You know, I, um, 
can't tell you the amount of times I would go to start a video, like, before, like, this whole thing started, where I would go to start a video because I wanted to vlog and I wanted to talk and I wanted to talk about all these same things but do it on video. And I would lose my train of thought because I'd be so busy looking at myself and be like, oh, I look so, I don't look good. I would be so hard on myself that when I found that I could do podcasting, it would be just my voice. And like, I could not listen to my voice in the beginning. I could not listen to myself talk. I was like, this is so bad, so bad. But as you build your confidence, you're like, okay, this is fine. Um, but it had actually, when I graduated from high school, I had already had started a blog month before that. And I had slowly started writing stuff because I had my email with Gmail. And then I was like, they, oh, cool, they have all these extra little extension things that they had, you know, like they still do now, like um, Google Docs, Google Maps. And they had a blogger. And I was like, blogger, what's that? And I went on to it and I saw, oh, people were, you know, writing and sharing it with people. And I was like, I love to write. I love writing. Okay. Writing pen and paper makes my heart so happy. Um, so I would write and I would write it down on paper and then I would, I would type it up on the computer and post it. And it was getting a little bit of traction and stuff like that. And then I fell off of doing that because it was a lot of work on top of, um, me working and then when I quit working and I started going to school I could not keep up on a regular schedule with it so I still have a blog it's um when I post it's rare and it's hard to keep up with it I have a lot of stuff that I could just copy and paste off my computer and put it in there I just forget to do it so I turned instead of doing the blog type thing, since I enjoyed writing, I started going through notebooks and reading some things like that I had written down. And I was like, well, what if I just started making, you know, videos of these things? It'd be a lot easier just to, to talk about them and whatnot. And then I had heard about podcasts and things when I had my first iPod, like the iPod, like like big honking thing that had 32 gigabytes of space on it and they had the podcast section on there and I would download like a couple free podcasts off of iTunes at the time and um I was like wow it'd be kind of cool to do that so for years I had had the idea of podcasting I did not have a lot of money to spend on equipment and things like that and as phones got smarter and smarter you know, a lot of technology, you could record stuff on your phone and whatnot, you could write on your phone, and, um, it wasn't until, like, three years ago when, like, I was really into listening to podcasts, I had first really started listening to podcasts, and it started with the Rachel Hollis podcast, and, um, uh, Good Mythical Morning has their Ear Biscuits podcast, and, um, I listened to them and I thought it was funny and it was kind of, you know, a cool thing to listen to. Um, because yeah, I like watching videos, but obviously if you're driving or you're trying to get things done around the house, if you are watching something, you're not going to get things done as quickly as if you're just listening to it. So I can 
put podcasts on and I can just listen and just do whatever, you know, I'm doing. And that's why I think true crime podcasting is so big because a lot of people are really into watching the shows. But if you can listen to it and like you're on a road trip or, you know, it's almost like reading a book, like the, the whole like being able to listen to something instead of having to read it because my reading comprehension was horrible anyways. Um, and I enjoyed reading and stuff like that, but I like music and I like the auditory stuff way, way more. So for me, it all came down to, you know, all right, I'll do the podcast. So when I first started doing the podcast, I was like, hmm, well, maybe this is what I'll do. I'll still type up my notes to the podcast, to the blog, and it'll be like a transcript for people who who were, you know, deaf because I was um, a sign language major in college and high school and I knew about deaf education and I knew about um, deaf culture and things like that. And I knew that they had to read things a lot of the time or they had to have closed captioning. And I was like, well, I don't know if they'll be able to have closed caption option for my, my podcast. I don't know how how um, that would work or anything like that. And I was like, well, maybe I will start typing it up. So I would start to type up episodes and I'd be like, this is so horrible. Like I, I, I would type up like my, my notes. And I know that when I do podcasting that my notes and what I talk about around my notes, they're not identical. So I was like, well, if I do this, I'm going to have to go back and listen through my messages for my podcast episodes like four and five times to really get all the things that I said. So that's why I don't do the blogging anymore because as much anymore and I changed how I was doing it. Um, the What I talk about on the podcast is like personal development type things. It's things that I talk about like things that I've gone through that could help somebody else. That's great. But with the blogging and stuff like that, I, I originally started that way. But more recently started just um, really talking about thing, things like in a more personal way. And um, I kind of wanted that to be my platform to also share like some photos and things. Um, but I do have a website that my husband created me many years ago before we were even married and, you know, we'd only been together like a couple of years when he made it for me on Yola site. And, um, I need to go and update that. There's that, there's the website. I tried doing WordPress. I, WordPress was overstimulating as well. So I just said, I'll stick with blogger because it's something I use, use blogger for 15 years because I'm 30 years old and I used started it when I was 15 you know the whole blogger thing started and then it was just me writing and um when I started the podcast I was actually in limbo between that and freelancing and I um I had freelance a little bit the like um few years prior and I was going to start a company called Sunflower Days & Co. And it was going to be small business solutions 
and I took the small business solutions part off and now it's just Sunflower Days and Co. And eventually it will be like a publishing type thing with small business solutions and it will go from there because um, I have already dabbled in those things. Um, but I feel like somewhere in there I got off topic, but this was kind of like a weekly like check-in just to kind of talk to you guys, let you know like how many weeks been going. Um, I do not like to hop on here and just kind of full on talk about things that happen like on the day that they happen because I feel like I need to process. I feel like that's so important. Let yourself process. The biggest lesson you can take away from this week for the mental health check-in this week is that you need to process. You need to let your emotions out. You need to process. It's okay to be emotionally unstable in the moment and feel all the feelings. Because I feel like I feel 10 different emotions within 5 minutes. Get it all out of my system. And then I can function finally. So... Do what you gotta do to function, you know, therapy is good, talking to people is nice, making sure that you feel like you have people you can be open and honest with and you don't have to walk around on eggshells is amazing too, and I can say this because I think I did that my whole life, and it's kind of shaped me into the person I am, but it's also like I'm unlearning things and trying to teach the positive things to my son to where he doesn't have to walk on eggshells. But this week has been crazy. I don't think there hasn't been a week that hasn't been crazy. But um, today is definitely my day of recording as many podcasts as I can. And then, let's see, it looks like the new season is coming in April. And the first episode for April 4th is going to be called Peace slash Inner Peace. April is springtime, so March into April is going to be, like, a good turning point. I feel like the rest of the year is going to be a really awesome season. There are so many things to look forward to. Um, if you like these mental health check-ins... Um, please, uh, let me know. Send me messages on Instagram. Like, that is the best way you can get to me. You can send me messages on Anchor, too, like, voice messages. I will not, um, they will not be, you know, if you want me to include them in a podcast, I will. But they will not be unless you specifically clarify that that is okay. Um... But I thank you all for listening, and this is one of the longest episodes I think I have, um, other than the one I did with my friend William many, many moons ago. But I will talk to you all in the next podcast, and I hope you enjoy this.